And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge, your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for staying with us. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're broadcasting from the Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Egan, Minnesota. Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com. 612-627-8000, 612-627-8000. Say if you want the best food of your life, you go to Rack Shack to go, rackshacktogo.com, order it up, pick it up at the restaurant, and or have it delivered right out to your premises by one of the third-party delivery services that we've affiliated with. And uh, fab you less on these uh, brisky fall days that we're experiencing. Randy, brisky? It's snowing out. I know. It's I ridiculous. think it's a month early. It's ridiculous. It's a straight up month early. I think he meant brisket. They did brisket. Yeah, it's, brisket. <laughs> it's a brisket time, a time of the year. Okay. It is a brisket time of the year. Randy Buffy's in the studio. Buffy Architecture, and uh, many time guests, and we love having Randy in the studio to give us some insight on what's going on in the world of design and creation when it comes to uh, building homes. Six one two. Seven four seven thirty one fifty. If uh, I do a major remodel or a kitchen remodel or any redesign on my house, Randy is going to be the one to, to uh, design it. As I I've been looking at it, Junior. I've been looking at the, Have you? at the mansion. Yep. And yeah, I don't know. I don't like the kitchen. What are you going to do though? I don't know. Take out the anything. stairwell. I gotta. You know, if you brought a creative person on site, yeah. you would have all kinds of ideas to I play bet, with. I bet. If you take out it's the stair, the, move the like, stairwell somewhere else. It would have to go. Get you, it in the pool room. Maybe. Maybe. You, you know, moving you don't, a stairway is one of the most expensive things. Easy. I think the stairway is going to stay. <laughs> <laughs> you could just put a spiral staircase going No, upstairs. no spiral staircase. I hate those things. Okay. So... Uh, I wanted to ask you, Randy, because of this COVID thing. Now, we've been seeing a lot of stuff coming uh, through our uh, different newsletters and, and uh, uh, outreaches from the National Association, from the Builders and Association and whatnot. And they're talking about how home styles are going to be changing to reflect the change in what will amount to a permanent change in the way people plan and design homes uh, to accommodate you know, classrooms and homeschooling and and all that. These are the I read this week that the public schools, the registration of the public schools is down like four percent or something like that, where people are pulling their kids out and sending them to private school, correct, or, or choosing to homeschool them. Uh, are what are you? What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. Is for quite a while we've seen people wanting to downsize, and just recently since with this COVID stuff, people are realizing if you have a, a couple, husband mm-hmm. and wife, and they mm-hmm. got kids and so forth, it's really crowded for both of them to run businesses side by side in the same room mm-hmm. if they both have desks and they're right. trying to make that happen. The tiny house doesn't work. You know what? It, it, it really doesn't if you're trying to run a business out of it. it I mean, this is the same thing I ran into when we redesigned the house in Linden Hills. Mm-hmm. The reason it was as big as it was was because I needed the lower level to operate my business. Otherwise, we wouldn't have done the addition as mm-hmm. large as it was. So it's odd there's a little bit of an uptick in the size of homes. Hmm. And you probably are aware of mm-hmm. how hot that the sales have been up on cabins and so forth up north because mm-hmm. people are home. They're saying, well, 
I might as well have a beautiful view if I'm right. going to be hanging out and I'm not going into the office any longer. Right. And so that market has actually changed as well. This yeah. Year. And we've seen a lot as we're out shopping with buyers, um, having you know, designated workspace for mom, designated workspace for dad, right. having areas for children to do their schoolwork and things like that are important. Uh, we've seen more expensive homes that have more amenities like the pools and sport courts and things like that are more popular um, and they're they're commanding multiple interests in the property because of those amenities. People staying at home more, entertaining at home, entertaining their children at home, you know, all that stuff. So Correct. Certainly a shift. What kind of a shift then in terms of, of uh, the usage of existing space so say you want a house, I'm just thinking, you know, how would how would you use it differently in terms of, uh, the, like, instead of having the formal spaces, do they become workspaces, and do you re- redesign that into a configuration, or what are, you, what are people asking you? Well, it, first off, I haven't had a lot of requests on that. Most of my clientele are empty nesters. A lot of them are, or at least they are right now. Uh, they have been this year, but... Um, it's easier to have children in the sort of common areas of the house doing their homework so they can be observed or the parent can come over and lend assistance should mm-hmm. be. It's harder for a parent to have their office in the center of activity because of all the noise and the distraction, especially if you're doing Zoom calls or That's things like house. that. That's your house. My wife, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, being able to separate somehow. And on your average home, you know, say you have a four square or whatever, a lot of times the only place to go is in the lower level, and if you don't have a walkout and you're in a basement, that's kind of a dreary place to work. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice if you're lucky enough to have a walkout that you can have windows mm-hmm. and that you can see the yard or you get some sunlight coming in because sunlight does so much for your sense of well-being and your disposition, and it really changes your efficiency and how you work because you're brighter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so... Um, in, in deals like, you know, where I have had to move somebody downstairs, we're looking at ways, well, how do we window well or how do we open mm-hmm. things up so that we can get larger expanses of glass and bring some sunlight in? How do you, how do, you do that? You just, you're just building out window wells or what do you do? That is, and usually with a window well, the biggest issue, you know, if you had a fully buried basement like a typical home mm-hmm. on a flat lot, right. um, is the frost footing coverage because you, you need four feet. You know, three and a half minimum, but we always go four. And so the bottom of that window well has to be at least four feet up from where we anticipate the bottom of the footing is. Mm -hmm. And the footing is usually kind of right underneath the basement slab. Hmm. And so it limits how far down you can bring that window sill. Right. But you can go laterally. You can go horizontally. And so that's really a function of what is the header and which way are the... It's a little bit you technical. Put, can you, if you're going to build, it's almost like a garden lot. If you, if you know, exactly. like, you know, you yep. you, uh, you dig down and then you dig out a huge area, and and then a lot of times I've seen where they're actually uh, black or poured uh, areas out, there, and they are on footings. So there's there's footings below those as well, hmm. but you can actually make a walkout. And what the problem is is how do you deal with uh, snow and rain? in minnesota because you got to get rid of that well and in those situations when you're actually building one of those um we you want to put a granite or fill in so something that is well draining it could be a lot of times sand is the best because that percolates down and gets the water uh, away from the house fast the other thing is um depending upon how old the house is it may Mm -hmm. or may not have drain tile Mm -hmm. which is that 
six-inch diameter PVC pipe, that, that black pipe that you see, yeah. you know, and they put that around the perimeter of their house so as the water runs down the outside of the house, it has an easy way for it to escape because water obviously is going to take the path of least resistance. So it hits the drain tile and it drains it away from the house to a sump pump or wherever it's daylighted, you know, if they're on a pond or mm-hmm. wherever. So you could uh, easily tie in with what they call a catch basin, which is basically just like a plastic drain sure. that goes down and can tie into that drain tile. So anything that gets into that window well could easily, you know, be drained out of there. That's how they do it. Excuse me, when it's a new construction, that's what it is. And you can do that, you know, it depends upon the age of the house, like Mm -hmm. I was saying, because, you know, older houses don't have drain tile around them. We saw one in St. Paul at one time. It was in actually a a condo building, um, and that had the the garden lots, and they were all dug out like that, and and they had exterior uh, sump pump. Hmm. So the sump pump was actually outside, and but it was way down deep, so it wouldn't freeze. Sure. And then they drained, they ran it right into there and pumped it out, and that thing was dry all the time. There was like a garden in there, it was beautiful. Well, and the other thing, you know, when you're talking window wells, so many times you think, well, you know, it's two feet or three feet out from the house, mm-hmm. but many times you can use like a. Uh, Oh, like a retaining wall block, and you can do it in tiers and put plantings. Yeah. So it actually gradually rises mm-hmm. up. So maybe you got a little, you know, foot and a half high wall that's two feet from the window, and another two feet farther out, it goes another couple of feet right. up. Well, plants, and stairs so too it makes it could uh, be, yep. makes it right for egress. Well, uh, yeah, the, the egress issue is a different one because you have a a code requirement for the sill can only be so high above the floor. The floor and inside so, the house. Inside the house, yeah. and so there's a little bit of tension back and forth between how low can I get that sill without exposing the footing to frost. Oh. And so, you know, sometimes I've actually done them before where we actually had a little bit of a two or three steps to get up so that you had a way to get out. Oh, really? You know, yeah. Interesting. Okay, this is your real estate chalk talk. we got to go out and pay some bills right now. But when we come back, I want to talk, if we can, a little bit about exterior materials and and see what is trending and what is not trending with exterior materials. It seems to me like we've got a lot of plastic houses out there, vinyl. But vinyl, you're starting to see less and less of, you know, in the in the nicer. There's just, it's going away from vinyl. What is a suitable replacement? Is stucco still a poison pill in our marketplace, or can it be used correctly? Uh, if it's applied correctly, we got to go out and pay some bills. Six one two six no six one two six two seven eight thousand, or log on to our website hitnergroup.com. It's been the same for as long <laughs> oh, as I can. I know, remember. but I always gave you my cell phone. Six one two six two seven eight thousand. Hitnergroup.com. H i t t n e r group.com. We'll be right back. I almost made it through the whole segment without a screw up. Hang it. Get that black shack attack, black shack barbecue. 